What up? What up, though? Oof. Yo, I'm I'm not gonna lie. You you, you kept it kind of um civil, and you've only had a few of those. I think I've had way too many. <laughs> so <laughs> if I'm ever gonna say something super out of pocket, it's gonna be today. Well, goddamn it. <laughs> On that, welcome to episode 110, bitches. <laughs> Of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. <laughs> He's Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise, and in keeping with the summer theme. Hit him with the drink. Ooh, let's go. Dude, we, we stumbled on this kind of by accident. Okay, man. We had to remix <laughs> Very it. Very much by accident. <laughs> we had a completely different drink initially, and then this popped off. Um, we're, I don't even know what we're going to call this, bro. It's, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But essentially, it's uh, three ingredients, um, all sort of the same. Well, first, you're going to take uh, uh, some mint, throw it in a shaker, uh, muddle the mint, fill it up with ice, and then you're going to put in a shot of bourbon. No, the lime. Did I muddle the lime did, too? Did you not? No, I didn't muddle the lime. Oh, no, no, I threw the bad. lime as a garnish. Yeah, yeah. Don't throw me off, bro. Sorry, man. I've been drinking. Start all over. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to throw the mint in the shaker glass. You're going to muddle it. You're going to fill it up with ice. You're going to do a shot of bourbon. You're going to do a shot of sweet and sour. And then a shot of mango. Uh, uh, no, did we do half? Yeah. Oh, you're right. We did, we did half, half a shot of so mango. If we you reduced like it, it. Yeah, I would say this. for the Maybe for the ladies, you go with the full. But the fellas, I think that you go the half a shot of the mango. Half a shot of the mango. So we we did this mango mixer from uh, Master Mixer um, or Master Mixes. Uh, but, but find a, a mango mixer. We got it at uh, ABC Liquor. Uh, so so just look for that. Um, so yeah, literally uh, a shot of the bourbon, a shot of the sweet and sour mix, and half a shot of the mango mixer. Shake it up. Pour it in a glass over ice. And then uh, put a lime wedge in there to, to, to garnish it, man. It's super simple. It's, it's, it's just three ingredients. It tastes fantastic. It's a good summer drink. We did it by accident because we initially started with rum and some other stuff. And then it just evolved into this because the because the mango juice had a recipe on it. And, which, <laughs> and damn it, Sean had to say, well, let's try it. <laughs> you, know, good. you know when you have two drinks in front of you? And then you try one and you think it's good. And then you try the second one and you go, ooh. And then you push the first one to the side. You go, oh, yeah. I'll take this one. That's what happened with this, man. This this thing. And I don't know if it's because I'm just developing this this taste for bourbon, man. But, oh, man. So good, bro. And then, for, and then to have, like, I, I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like it's rare. And maybe that's just me to have, like, a bourbon summer drink. And we've been, we've been able to make a few of them that I've been hitting. So this oh, is another yeah. one. Definitely something about that you're gonna hit up on the pool side. Um, so, so those of y'all that got pools in the backyard, or if you got pools down the street, take this drink with you. This is this is an amazing drink. For oh summer. yeah, man! And it's hard to make bourbon. It's that refreshing and all that. But we've been on a run, man. We've had a few mm-hmm. in here, man. We've been on a real run, dude. It's awesome. Oof, tastes right, so man. good, man. What's your carbon footprint of the week? Yo, man, uh, I'm gonna give it to uh, Bo Jackson, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out a character here. I'm not gonna be an asshole. So I'm gonna give it to Bo Jackson. Bo knows. Bo. <laughs> and for those that don't know, Bo Jackson was a professional baseball player, football player. Like Bo did everything, right? He was yeah, like, according to the according to the uh, his sponsors, he did everything. He did everything. But yeah, football so, and baseball. So, uh, but Bo Jackson um, actually helped pay for the funerals of all the kids killed in that uh, killed in the Uvalde mm. school massacre um and we won't get too deep into that man but because we, we talked about that but that was cool his, his sort of um one of the statements I saw from him where hey these parents didn't weren't planning on doing that that day you know like they didn't think they were gonna have this expense and all this other stuff so if there's you know, if that's the least sort of that I could do um, to sort of help alleviate that. Um, so I thought it was cool, man. He stepped in and yeah. paid for some of these funerals. I, I I know there was some artists and I wish I knew the name right now. Let's give him credit. But who also created the caskets and stuff for some of the kids based oh, on really? things that they enjoyed and they liked. And that was cool. But, um, yeah, man, give it to him, bro, because that, that definitely leaving an impact. I think that's something these families will remember forever, obviously. You know, they're already going through a traumatic experience. So I think not having to worry about this on top of that, on top of an already difficult situation, man, was pretty dope, man. So shout out to Bo Jackson. Yeah, man. man. And funerals ain't cheap, man. Hell no. And so I wonder, what, did he say what what kind of money he put off for those? And how many, no, how many kids did he say? Dude, well, it's it's all be, I don't know what? if it was all. I mean, it could. God, man, it was double digit kids, right? Like that? Yeah. So, yeah, man, I I don't know. It just said it just left it at 
as uh, the kids. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter how much it was, man, but to to step up and, and, and give that money. And, you know, he is a former athlete, right? So um, this guy hasn't played since shit, man. I, I got to say either late 80s or early 90s. You know, I remember, man, um, my mother was an x-ray technician and um, he came. So she worked for orthopedics at the time. And he actually came to her office. She x-rayed him. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was cool, oh, right? She x-rayed cool. him. But I remember her coming home and going like, yo, like his hip is fucked. Oh, wow. That's right. Because the hip ended his career, yeah. right? She goes, it's, it's fucked. But, the, but like he sort of came, he came to the office with like his almost, I want to say it's like his own doctor. So so it was like, yeah, we'll see what these guys have to say, these orthopedics have to say, but this guy was almost like the his sort of like doctor advisor or whatever, right? And 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 I and I think he still played after that, but I remember her coming home and going like, yeah, like it's not good. Cuz I was like, I, you got to think I, w- I was in high school. Yeah. And um so first of all, I thought it was mad cool that 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 she yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that she X-ray Bo Jackson. Um, but man, that that dude, he um, a couple of things come to mind with Bo Jackson. Obviously, you know he gets drafted in that same year as um, who's the 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 former linebacker played for the Seattle Seahawks. Was it also like a B a B actor, Brian Bosworth? Oh, Bosworth, yeah, the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boss. So, you know they get. I think they get drafted in the same year, and then and then they had that like Monday night matchup where it's just, where the Seahawks against the Raiders. And That's and right. Bo goes insane, man, and and, tr- and and ends up trucking him into the end zone, right? Like, so like that whole thing. But then also uh, baseball, man. Like I remember a couple of times him like catching balls, but he would like w- like he walk on the walls. So he was out. He's out. Remember that he would run on the on the He'd walls. Run on the wall. Highlights. Yeah, like oh. like like two or three steps on the wall. I remember. Uh, I remember he gunned down. Um, um, ah man, it was, a, it was a long time baseball analyst Harold. Oh, Har- um, I know who you're talking. You're talking about, about? Land- not Landry. Um, no, I don't know. I, I can't remember if Harold was the he, first. He name did a or baseball last analyst name. on ESPN. Yeah, uh, for a long time. Baseball night or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and I remember he was like on. I think he was. I can't remember if he was on first or second, but he was fast, and so the way that the ball landed in the outfield it was like he knew harold reynolds harold reynolds that's what it was. and he yeah. knew that no way is this guy throwing me out like i'm too fast and he guns him out from the outfield and you could see how reynolds like looking like what the fuck <laughs> like what happened what happened yeah like where'd that come from you know so he was just one of those like almost like a once in a lifetime or, or once in a generation like like talent that um his hip, man, it came out like a, the the way the way he heard it. It was it was while playing football, and it was some freakish thing where he was so strong, and there was a guy tackling him from the back. But like his like his strength kind of held him up too long. Had he just went down, he would have been fine. Uh, his strength held him up too long and actually ended up you know ripping whatever so it almost like your talent works against you in that point yeah he just too, he was like too strong dude I, for me like I didn't get a chance to watch him perform like Deion Sanders was like the Bo Jackson of our mm-hmm. of like sort of my generation of watching sports and stuff like that so I didn't um, yeah. I didn't get a chance to see Bo live and if I did it would have been like really late uh, you know, probably would have been early, early '90s that I might have seen something from him. But yeah. all I, uh, all I remember are highlights, man. And that guy was an athlete, man. It yeah. was just. And Dion was a phenomenal athlete, man. Oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo Jackson was just like this, this like overpowering dude, both in football and baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did did just to do the two sports is already difficult. Like, we haven't seen it since, right? Like somebody do it at the at the. I mean, since Barry, uh, uh, Deion Sanders, sorry, was the only one that's done it that I can recall, like at a. At a decent yeah. level, as far as like two sports at the same time, right? Like the and he did he did he did it with style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying it was so cool, man. But yeah, I, I thought that was really cool, man. I saw that story this week, man. So shout out to uh, to Bo Jackson, man, for for doing something like that. And um, yeah, man, and good for him for still having money to do this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know he's an analyst, and I know I've seen him on commercials and stuff. So I know he's doing. Is okay. he an analyst? Yeah, he's an analyst. I, I, it might be ESPN. So he, oh, I know okay. he does that, and I know and I seen him do these commercials with like Brett Favre. It's all the old dudes with the little copper, oh, whatever, like, maybe uh, yeah, copper yeah, fit, copper or, fit or, or something copper like that. Yeah, so he still does that. So I mean, I guess it still pays well. 
So, uh, and I'm sure he did okay in his playing career. I mean, they weren't making the money back then that they are now, but you would think with Nate, with, with Bo Jackson, like the, the, the endorsement opportunities aren't, um, far and few. So yeah, know. the shout that, out to him, man. Like, you know, too bad. I got to get a chance to play a little bit longer. Oh, how cool would that have been, man? That, yeah, those guys, man. I tell you, him and Dion. I would have loved to see Dion play yep. like a longer. Dion played though. Dion played long, dude. Did he get? He Remember, got he hurt was too, right? But he was. He was. Uh, um, Atlanta. He won Super Bowls with San Francisco. He won Super Bowls with with That's with, right. with Dallas. Dallas. Right. He wasn't. And did he? Team. I forget. Yeah. Did, did he? He he didn't go to Baltimore, did he? He did go to Baltimore. I feel like he, he played made his like comeback a year. In yeah, the com- yeah, yeah. He made yeah. a comeback in Baltimore, man. Yeah. Let's nah, he had a long career, man. Dion yeah. Dion did it. I forgot about that, man. He did. He did have a long career. Yeah, those guys, man. That'd be cool. I wonder if we'll see that again, like another two sport athlete. Like I know Russell Wilson is one of those guys who like does baseball and NFL, but and so does uh, um, Kyler Murray. That's right, Kyler Murray who just got paid. He's got paid. What two two thirty? Yeah, largest contract ever, right? Five years. some shit like that. It's a. I think it's the biggest contract ever in NFL history, right? Like, his, oh, I don't. I, didn't I, see I don't know from a guaranteed perspective, but the the money to something is. Yeah, it's like it's like NBA money. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they be and they, got a, and they got a whole lot less guys. There be guys in the NBA now I've never heard of who get like two hundred mil now, and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Like it's wild. I'm like, good for you. I don't even know what that is. So it's like good for them. But uh, yeah, I, I hope we see that again, man. That'd be kind of cool. Um, I think there's too much money on the line these days for teams to let you. Um, you know, like if you're if you're Seattle or whatever, whatever Denver that Russell Wilson's on now, yeah. I'm not letting you go play baseball during the offseason. No. Like, yeah, and there's there's too much invested in you. You're, you're so I don't I I think it's gonna be really difficult to see a guy do both again. Like, yeah, so, yeah, I agree. So yeah, we had to enjoy those while we can. So shout out Bo Jackson, man. Go watch the go watch the highlights on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so what you what you got, man? What you got? My cover of the week is going out to Vince McMahon. Woo! Vince McMahon uh, is the Owner, CEO, COO, CMO, <laughs> CTO of uh, WWE. Um, he does all of <laughs> he it. He does everything. Um, Vince, so, so he, uh, I think in this last week, um, he retired. That's right. Because, so he left. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> we'll, hold on, man. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, okay. I'll say shut. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to those parts. So I'm giving him the cover for Brent Man because uh, I think from an impact standpoint, he actually purchased WWF. If for those of you who don't know, back in like the early 80s, it was called WWF. Um, he purchased it from his father for a million bucks. Wow. Okay. And it was in 1982. Um, in 2001, he, uh, he purchased WCW. For which which was like his biggest competitor at the time. Yeah, I remember that man. He, he only watched WCW. Yeah, up, dude, but. he only paid four point two million. What? Yeah. Oh wow! For that, um, but today the WWE franchise is worth five point seven one billion. Wow, man, good for him, bro. I didn't realize I grew up watching WCW. The that four million dollars sounds so absurdly cheap. When you said that mm-hmm. now, like, because it, well, there was a time frame where WCW was got bigger than the WWF at that time. You know, they yeah, had they the whole were, Monday Night the, Nitro thing yeah. and they had like the bigger stars they had Sting and 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 Hogan was back Hogan over was that over way there, and yep. the Giant and all these guys. Like there was a run that WCW had there where they were bigger. than. But the wasn't WWF. that during the time of like Stone Cold and The Rock? And yeah, that was so during I think that, The right? Rock and Stone Cold sort of almost saved the WWE because those guys sort of started. But and they had Goldberg and that Goldberg do right? WCW did man yeah, Diamond yeah, yeah, Dallas yeah. Page. And but I remember growing up like you're talking late 90s. So let's say like 97 to like 2000. I almost strictly just watched um wcw and then like maybe early 2000s really late 90s i started watching because of the rock and because of stone cold i started watching more wwe um or wwf at that time still before the lawsuit thing (laughs) but but, um yeah man wcw was it so the fact that like i'm hearing four million dollars is so insanely cheap for a brand of that magnitude, yeah, they must have been. They must have been going in the shitter. Oh know? yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And, and they probably just willing to let it, let it go. Um, but I was thinking, like, I was a big wrestling fan as a as a kid, 
And to think about like the superstars, when I was a kid, man, dudes like Bob Backlund and like the Iron Sheik, you know, obviously Hogan came in there at, at, at some point, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage, the fucking, uh, the, what the hell was his name? The, the dude with the, was it, was it the Warrior? Yeah, the Warrior. Yeah, there yeah. was Warrior. Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. That's Ultimate what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Jake the Snake, like all these dudes, man. I just started thinking about like the impact that 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 business had on a culture. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, man. And 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 even as an even as an adult, when like The Rock, Stone Cold, like those, like during those in in like in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, like it was just huge, man. And my wife and I, we used to go over here to to. You know, TD Waterhouse, I think it was at the time. I don't know what it is now, but yeah, um, you know, Amway. to go see the, it was no, I think it was Amway at the time, right? Is Amway now? Or was it Amway I think then? It was Amway Arena. It was TD Waterhouse, then it was Amway Arena, so I think it was and TD now the new right one's now. Amway Center. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so shout out to, to to Vince for 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 running, you know, for running that company the way that he did, for producing those kind of superstars over over forty years. Yeah, man, that's a long. And you know what I mean, you said bro? Just like just all around, you know, you're talking about like the the, the level of talent that came out of that pool, man. It's all crazy, the guys man. Just named man, and like anything else, man. You know, like everything, anything that's successful has its has its downfalls, right? There's been there 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 was always allegations of you know Vince being an asshole or mm-hmm. forcing his guys to kind of work too hard or you know forcing guys to play through injury or or or, or perform through injuries and. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of this, it's sort of the dark side to it as For well. Sure. And then, of course, in the midst of this retirement, is it, it seems like it was forced because he's got these allegations against him from these women that are saying that he um, sort of had relationships with them and, and, and kind of paid them off. So there was like hush money yeah. that was given to these women. They said, so they, did it, they ran an investigation um, and they said over the last 16 years, He's paid out approximately twelve million dollars to like four different women, and those are the ones we know about. Those are what we know about. <laughs> no, it's, it's very, it's very true, man. It's just like it kind of went back to what we talked about before, where it's like because we're so visual, you know, and and you get tossed in, in into these arenas where where you're like the rich, powerful guy, and and. And women are 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 willing to throw themselves at you. Yeah, I mean, let, 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 let's be honest. The trade off is. Again, the trade off for security and you know and whatever. Right, yeah, right. I mean it's the the trade off is worthwhile, right? Like, yeah. So. This one one of the girls they talked about, um, she was like a paralegal, and I guess he hired her at like a hundred k a year, and then once they started having a relationship, her salary doubled. And then Good for her, <laughs> how many and, y'all out there sucking dick for free? <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't doing it right. <laughs> Way to be entrepreneurial. <laughs> but then afterwards, supposedly or allegedly, he 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 was. I guess he just had enough at some point, and um and he passes her off to like another like executive. He passes her he off. Passes her off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It it is fucked up. But I mean, but you always have a choice. You have a willing participant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You always have a choice, man. You don't have to get. This is not. It, it's not fucking slavery. No, no, no. Um, what I what I found really interesting about that. So he's seventy eight years old. <sighs> so in the last sixteen years, this dude was doing this shit at from sixty two. Yeah, so that means he's, we've got we've got about <laughs> forty two years unaccounted for. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, you know, it, it sucks, man, because a lot of time, and, and we've been seeing this a lot, a lot in the news lately where it's like these like uber successful guys, like we talked about Elon the other the other week, right, where he had, he, he's got kids coming out the fucking woodwork, um, you know, have, having affairs with, um, you know, fucking uh, other women in his in his companies or or like something came out the other day, man, where it was like uh, the Google dude. The but, Google but guy. But supposedly that's not true because they, then they posted a picture together, him and the Google guy. Ah, okay. So, like, from that day. Like, now nah, we're out barbecuing together or whatever they're yeah. doing, like, on a yacht and somewhere. Again, it's but it's allegedly like, whatever, man, but I always feel like... There's something there, rumors, right? <laughs> right. Rumors come from, from truth. From some, yeah. From, from some, some sort shape of, truth, of that, yeah. Right. Whatever, whatever is presented to us after the fact um, is, is uh, you know, may not be the whole truth, but it usually starts from, from truth. Um, but still, 
Vince McMahon, you know, regardless of 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 the 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 personal shit that he's going through and 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 these allegations, forty years of putting out a product that millions of people watching around the world, right, like are you know were impacted by. So for that, I give him the cover. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout, listen, like, uh, like you said, a product and characters that will live in like the memory of a lot of people for their oh, lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so so there's a lot of people who like whether it's Hulk Hogan, they said a Roddy Roddy Piper or the Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Randy, like all these people are like gonna live in infamy forever. Yeah. Um, and they were, and and he was part of, sort of a head of like creative and all that for them too. So he had a big. Part. They said that he that he micromanaged. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that there's, everything. It's very well known that he's a micromanager. Like you said, there's not many people who leave that corporation on good terms either. Like it just tells you all you need to know. Like very few people. Like it's always surprised me how how like um like uh, the Rock still on very good terms with um with right. him. Not many people get to leave and stay in their good graces. Like you never really know too. They're all, they're always really good about keeping sort of things on the wraps and stuff. So, um, but it's undeniable that, uh, he's played a huge part, like you said, in culture, um, and you know, storytelling, just, just live entertainment. I mean, they do WWE highlights on ESPN now, right? Like WrestleMania happens and they're talking about oh, it on ESPN right. now, man. So, and WrestleMania is like one of the biggest sporting events of the year. Yep. So, and it's sports entertainment or whatever, right? Like I think at this point we all know it's fake, but you're creating a soap opera around this and these guys are still very athletic and they're still pulling off very dangerous and, and high risk maneuvers and stuff. So man, and Vince, I mean, essentially does the Godfather of this, right? Of, yeah, uh, at this level anyway. Yeah. It's crazy, man. So shout out to Vince McMahon, bro. Like, and um, I just figured when this came out, I go, you know how many more are coming out? That just means, you know, there are a bunch waiting in the weeds well, and, and you don't want to be a distraction from WWE, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And well, listen, at 78 years old, you go, fuck it. Bring it on now. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, like at this point, what are they going to say? Oh, he did this to me. But like, you got your paycheck, bro. Like, I mean, again, and again, I don't think it's anything like illegal. Right. So, right. It's just, it's all... just like, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know. Like it's hush money, and people have a choice whether or not to take it at the time. So, you know, I wonder, man, if if you take hush money, should you be allowed to tell? I thought I I think that's that's part of it. That's part of the stipulation. Is you right. not? Yeah. So I, I'd be curious so even to see as how a these judge, leaks happened. Do you go? Oh, so you change your mind? What? So where's the money? Are we? Are you, are you giving you that have back? To pay back? I think because a lot of people sign NDAs, and then you're like m- like more times than not. The fine for breaking the NDA is significantly more than the payout you got. So I, I I don't know how this stuff got out. I'd be curious to see like if it's leaks or if it's people talking, if it's an employee. Oh, right, leaked, right. You know right. what I mean? Like people are leaking documents and stuff internally now. Somebody's got a grudge. That because it doesn't benefit the women now to talk about it because it's going to cost them significantly more unless they're getting money for like an interview that like offsets it, whatever they have to pay or someone, you know, makes the NDA null and void for whatever reason. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, because I think there's something like Stormy Daniels and stuff with the whole Trump thing and there's, there's been about you know Stormy Daniels when she came on and she was like tell all about Trump and whatever I think oh, she had yes, an NDA, yes, yes. but I think it was more lucrative for her to sort of come out, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So there's this whole shit behind that. But I, I, I when he did this, I went man, that means there's a lot coming that he knows about that he's just like fuck it. I'm just gonna like you said, I'm 78. I don't need this. The company doesn't need this. I mean, yeah, and, I, and at 78, man, like right off into the sunset, mm-hmm. right. I really do hope it'd be cool to see um, Stephanie McMahon take over. So, I really she, so she did. Oh, did she? Yes. Okay. okay. So she got, he left it to, uh, let me get the names right here. Um, Stephanie McMahon and then uh, Nick Khan. I don't know who that okay. guy is. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Both of those, those are the, they're, they're the co-CEOs. And I saw Triple H just taking over as the creative. The head. creative guy. Yep. But, uh, oh, that's cool. I, I'm glad to see that um, because, again, Stephanie and like Shane McMahon, the family's been very well involved. Like They were fun to watch. Like in that, um, but I know Stephanie McMahon has been like a huge part of like the executive team and all that stuff. So I thought I'm like, you know, it'd be cool to sort of hand it off to a family member. And I always saw her over Shane. I think as far oh, as like from a business perspective, yeah. yeah. So that's cool, man. Uh, uh, hopefully they keep on building off of that sort of legacy and make it even bigger now. Because I do like that they're doing these things. Like you saw Logan Paul sign with them. I do, oh, yeah, I do, I I do like the thing they did with Bad Bunny. So you know, I, I feel like the ideas they've had of uh, sort of keeping it fresh. You know, I don't watch anymore, but 
Uh, it, it definitely seems like they're not hurting for a fan base right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, shout out, shout out to them. And, and yo, speaking of, you know, Vince and, and kind of his impact, remember the XFL? That's right. He was, he was he, a creator of that, right? One of the, he, no, one he, of the yeah, founders, right? He was, a, he was a founder. So that, um, you know, they, 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 they tried to make the comeback and then COVID hit. That's right. Which actually, um, those games I found entertaining. So, because of different rules that they had. That's right. COVID hit. They 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 lost a ton of money because they couldn't they couldn't play whatever. They ended up selling to. We, we talked about this. That was like one of our stories back in back right. in the, back the Rock. In, and yeah, the his, Rock and his right. ex, right? His ex wife, who's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Danny so Garcia. they have it. So the XFL is actually coming back. And so 2023 XFL is going to start. And I found it interesting, man. That's cool, man. They did. Um, they named. Let me see here. Hold on for a second. They named um, the coaches. So it's going to be eight teams. Arlington, Texas, okay. um, coached by Bob Stoops. Okay. Um, Houston, coached by Wade Phillips. Oh. Las Vegas, coached by Rod Woodson. What? Yeah. Orlando, coached by Terrell Buckley. Okay. So he was a, he was a cornerback for Green Bay. Got it. Okay. The name sounded familiar. Yeah. Like point, point. Okay. Here's a, here's a name you'll recognize. San, San Antonio, um, coached by Heinz Ward. What? Yep. That's cool. Seattle is another name. Seattle by Jim Haslett. He's another one. He's, yep. Yeah. And then uh, St. Louis. Yep. St. Louis, coached by Anthony Becht. I don't know. That name sounds familiar, but sounds, I don't know who yeah, that is. Yeah, name sounds familiar. I feel like he might have coached the Raiders. And then uh, Washington, D.C., um, coached by Reggie Barlow. Hmm. I got to do, when I worked at Disney... Back in the day, when I was a kid, um, Rod Woodson was playing for the Steelers at the time, and um, I was working at these like this burger joint in in uh, in Disney, and we were super busy, man. And he comes up, and I think I, I, think I came up. I was like serving the the food, right? I was like in the counter area, and I had like a ticket number, you know, whatever, a ticket one forty five, whatever it was. And then um, I just hear him go like, "Oh, you know, that's mine." I look up and it's Rod Woodson. And I'm probably like a 16, 17 year old kid. And this is him coming off the Heisman, like defensive Heisman, Rod Woodson, right? Like he, was he the. Um, no, I don't know if you. Am I thinking of the right guy? I don't know if he won the Heisman. I don't, I don't, I don't remember him winning the Heisman. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers at the time. Okay. But the Steelers sucked at the time. But he was amazing. I might be thinking of Desmond Howard. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I didn't want an autograph. I didn't want anything. I just wanted, like, an acknowledgement. Just give me a head nod. This motherfucker looks at me. <laughs> this motherfucker. And gives me that look like, 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 yeah, whatever. You know, he didn't say that. Uh, but he gave me yeah, that look yeah, like, and just, like, took his tray and, and went. And as he walked away, I was like, that's why y'all suck. <laughs> I don't even know why I remember that. You know what I mean? It's like the funny shit that you fucking remember. That shit was impactful to me as a kid. This is 90s, man. right? This is late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, this is like this is like 1990, maybe 91. Okay, so this is the shitty Steeler teams. Yep. They were shitty for the, all of the 90s, basically, right? Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's why y'all suck. <laughs> that, that always stinks, man, when you meet someone like... And I'm sure because he's so used to getting bombarded or whatever, like he's just kind of like, oh, got another one of these type thing. I also feel like the perspective is lost in those scenarios because I was like, hey, man, you're only you because of this, because people right, recognize you, because right. they acknowledge you, because you have fans, because you're like, you don't, you're not making the money you make because you're good at football. You're making the money you make because you're good at football and people follow you. You know what I mean? Like, right. and they like you and it does like, so I don't know. Yeah. And for me now, granted, right? Like he's, he's a big guy. So it's one of those guys that walks around and you go, you gotta do somebody. You're something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even if you, you don't are, know. <laughs> and if you're not, you're wasting your, yeah. <laughs> your life. <laughs> <laughs> we all seen those dudes where you're like you're something bro or you're a waste like I, i'm trying to figure out what yeah man i've had those i think i had another experience in um at, at working at disney where it was uh i think i served like don johnson i'm working at a fucking uh, ice cream shop miami vice don johnson yeah yeah <laughs> but he walks up and he was an asshole too yeah yeah i mean he wasn't like and it was funny it was like it was like i was literally the only person working there and it was a colder day so nobody wanted ice cream uh. and and here comes Don Johnson. So it's like literally one-on-one. -on -one. And he comes to the window and I was like, and I'm like, 
oh shit, John, Don Johnson. I didn't say oh shit, but I was just like, oh man, <laughs> Don Johnson. And he goes, uh, yeah, uh, let me get a vanilla cone. Uh, and, I, and I was like, uh, okay, bro, a dollar ninety five. You know, I, I, I mean? think the only person I met that was shitty like that was Nick Lachey. And yeah. he was an asshole. Yeah, he was a super asshole um, at the time. And I remember going, "Bro, you more you're only like this famous because of your wife." Like at that t- <laughs> at that point in time, he was married to like Jessica Simpson or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he wasn't very friendly, man. He like at that time. Um, and it's funny because I watched a show with him later on, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, he seems like a cool hang. Definitely an arrogant dude." But you're like, "Ah, oh, he seems like a like a cool hang." Yeah. Uh, but I I do remember meeting him. I think it was at Disney actually too. And um, yeah, he was an asshole. So like that was like mm. yeah man but no like you know Rod, Rod Woodson I, I've I've like watched him through his career and then watched him as an analyst and, and you know dudes done well in football post football and now as a, and now as a co- as a coach you know I wish him well man I hope that they yeah. do well I hope that league does well because they had some really cool rules that they that they implemented when they came back so I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like yeah yeah man that'd be cool man dude I was I was um. I, I do remember when it was first coming back, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually entertaining. And you do it during the offseason of the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. you can't compete with NFL, but you can definitely be a sort of supplemental product to it. Like, Absolutely. After, and um, and I remember it having sort of a lot of promise. And then it just, like you said, COVID, uh, COVID happened and then it just died, man. So, And I, I feel like because The Rock is attached to it um, somehow, like, it gives it more notoriety. Like, even if it can become sort of a minor leagues for the NFL, but you get some real talent there. Yeah. And 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 uh, I don't know, man. And then you add these weird rules, like I like what the whole USFL did with the whole talking to players on the sidelines. I feel like if you can add sort of fan engagement, there's definitely a space for it, man. So I'm curious to see what they do and what changes they make because they had good momentum going into absolutely that, man. That that would be pretty awesome, dude. So shout out to him, man. Um, yo, if you, did you see the the story with the pastor this week, bro? No. Oh my God, man! Did the pastor from Brooklyn who got robbed in the middle of his um. <laughs> Don't tell me in the middle of a service. It was in the middle of the service. No, and it's online, yeah. and you can go watch it online. <laughs> how did I miss that story? Um, I don't know how you missed it because <laughs> it was kind of hilarious. Um, uh, because no, nothing serious happened to somebody. But yeah, there's a pastor. I want to get his name because he was um he's a very flashy pastor. He's known for being very flashy. Um, so they knew he had money. Yeah, they they very much knew he had money. Um, they, he's one of these guys who, who, again, he, um, he's always very flashy. They stole a million dollars worth of jewelry. I know they call him Bishop, but I'm gonna get his name right now. Um, so they, I, I had the article up and I went away. So his Bishop, um, so let's say pastor. I see 50 cent roasted him on, on the gram. Oh yeah, dude. He, people been giving him shit the whole time. Um, it's, it's kind of wild, dude. So his name is Brooklyn pastor. Yeah. Robbed of a million dollars on live on his live stream. Um, his oh, name so is Lamore Miller Whitehead and he goes by Bishop and, uh, him and his wife were wearing about a million dollars worth of jewelry that they stole in the middle of a live service. And it's hilarious. You can see him on the live service. I think that the, the website's taking it down, but obviously you can find it online now. Yeah. He's doing the live stream and the people, the gunmen walk in, he sort of, you know, puts his hands up, he lays on the ground. They, they go up to him. They take his chain. The guys obviously know that he's wearing something under his shirt. So they tell him, like, hey, take off. Because obviously they, they must have been watching him online in the past. So he's got more chains underneath. They take that. They take his watch, bracelets, whatever. His wife's, like, wedding rings, all this stuff. Um, which is, you know, I guess shitty on one hand. But the way I thought about it, I go, yo, man, that's the Lord's way maybe of providing for these gunmen. Because <laughs> you take a man of God. And, and humbling and hum- the man of yeah, God. And yeah, a, yeah. yeah, so you take this man of God, you give him all these, you know, you give him all these riches, these means, right? These guys walk in, no one gets hurt. You know, they get to make off with a million dollars worth of jewelry. They get to sell it in the street. Who knows, bro? One of these guys' kids could have braces now because of this. You know, like, <laughs> like paying it forward, bro. I feel like this is the Lord providing. <laughs> because no pastor is yeah, why you need that a million dollars worth of jewelry. No, no. So I can only imagine that this is the Lord's will. There ain't no pastor meant to have a million dollars, <laughs> let alone a million dollars. Yeah, if you got a million dollars as a pastor, bro, you you. I, in my mind, you needed to have gotten rich before, and then you just decided to become a pastor. Right. You can't be worth a million dollars because you decided to be a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. Have you seen those fucking reality shows, oh bro? My God, like the, bro. It's, where it's like the the like the the big like evangelist um, pastors oh that are, that are multi millionaires. 
It's ridiculous. What's the guy who said we're all heathens who fly uh, public or, or, or commercial? Uh, uh, the the guy, remember, he had the private um, jets and he had multiple private jets and he bought one from Tyler Perry and he was just like, oh no, oh yeah, he's like, oh, I can't be with the heathens in the commercial thing and like he basically needed the jet to do the Lord's work and all this shit, like, God, yeah, dude, bro. and that guy was rich, I think, because of oil and all this other shit, and he decided to be one of these TV evangelists, whatever, like, yeah, you know, like Joel Osteen or all these guys. I'm just like. Yeah, it's sort of the message gets a little lost in there, bro. When you're like, I don't know, that level of of famous and yeah, yeah. And it's funny, man, because that's not even down. You don't even have to be famous on TV. I know so many local churches that are like beyond. Like you know, like I grew up, you go to church, they're very humble. You know, like the deacons live there, or the pastors live there, right. or the priests live there, or whatever. Depending, like, and they're very like they're not living lavish by any means. No, it, I know many churches in Orlando alone where the the pastors are living pretty good. Like, yeah, they're, and, like, they're not at that level where they're on TV or anything. Yeah, like and I'm and I'm not saying you should be that you should be poor. No, right? you shouldn't like, struggle. You, you, listen, you are providing a service. Sure, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You shouldn't struggle by any means, right? Though. But it, but there should be a point where you go, okay, like I'm getting in the churches, getting in all this excess money. Then go do outreach programs for the community and do shit for the community. That's what you're there for, man. Yeah. Like as a servant. Not a, not not to be served. Not to be served. And hot take, I think they should pay taxes. But that's just that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand why churches are tax free entities. They collect more money than fucking anybody. And it's all tax free. Yeah. Like I think churches should be taxable entities. That's just that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day because we'll spend a whole nother that's hour right. on that. But um yeah, this dude, man. Um so uh uh I, I feel like the Lord is reaching out through him and providing for other people. <laughs> Since he wouldn't do it. <laughs> Let me help you out with that. Let me help you. Like, I gave you these riches to pay forward, and he just wasn't taking a hit. So sometimes somebody, the Lord got to take things into his own hands. <laughs> the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> that right, he does. <laughs> like, God is good. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Oh, man. Speaking of assholes. <laughs> Fucking. I, I thought you said we're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see uh, Florida Representative Matt Gates? Oh, this, I guess, bro. So they had this uh, in, in Tampa. They did this. Uh, what's it called? It's called Turning Point USA Student Action Summit. Okay. Okay. So they had a bunch of um, uh, people talking um, at this summit. Matt Gates was one of them. And... Um, he says some crazy shit, man, and I don't want to. I don't want to quote him, but I'm gonna let you hear this for yourself. <laughs> I love. Let the let let the viewers hear this, man. These pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies. The people are just disgusting. Like, why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? <laughs> <laughs> like a thumb <laughs> these people are odious on the inside and out they're like five two 350 pounds and they're like, give me my abortions or i'll get up and march and protest and i'm thinking march you look like you got ankles weaker than the legal reasoning behind roe versus Wade. <laughs> a few of them need to get up and march they need to get up and march for like an hour a day swing those arms get the blood pumping maybe mix in a salad Yo, it's funny though. It, it's an asshole thing to say. Oh, it's very it's, an asshole thing. Especially to say. from a public servant. <laughs> but it doesn't make it any less funny. No, it's funny, dude. But you know what's hard thinking about this? And I'm and I'm going after Trump, you have uh our governor, Ron DeSantis, um, guys like Matt Matt Gates that say shit that sometimes I just feel like it's more of it's almost more like clickbait. Oh, yeah. It's more of almost like to get the shock factor. Kind of like how, you know how like the computer algorithms know what you like. So they keep feeding you shit that you like. So you keep scrolling through yeah. the applications. I kind of feel like pot politics has kind of taken this shift to where we're going to say shit that's in line with our base, but is kind of shocking yeah. in a way. Right. 
just to keep because even if it's bad publicity it's still publicity you still get airtime you still get the airtime you time. still get airtime man so like yeah i agree bro i actually think a lot of these guys just say shit to pander to their base now and for the entertainment value of it like i think one of the things that the, the whole donald trump presidency showed us was like we don't we didn't necessarily maybe because we're over it but we didn't necessarily care about the polished politician looking whatever like I think we value entertainment over everything. <laughs> so like, and the authenticity, right? Because we felt like Donald Trump was for better or worse. He was pretty authentic in how he spoke. Right. Um, so, <laughs> and he was entertaining, bro. Like, so there's he was it's undeniably entertaining. Like even this guy, you don't have to agree with what he's saying, but it's undeniably entertaining. Like it's funny to listen to. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's offensive, obviously, right? If you're part of the, yeah, of course, it's definitely entertaining at the very least. I also think Matt Gates has like this history of just wild shit. So like you know he's on he's investigation he's under investigation for like sex with a seventeen year old girl. Oh no, I didn't know. Yeah, and he's being charged with like or not being charged, but he's even being investigated for sex trafficking because he could potentially have brought this girl over state lines. Um, he's oh, he's one of the that, only. Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's considered sex trafficking. Yeah. So, so if it, you have sex with with a under, minor with a and minor, then you make them cross you, state lines to come fuck sex you, or to have, yeah, it's considered trafficking because now you move them across state lines to have wow, sex. Wow, man! So I, I never, I never thought that was like a thing. Yeah, and then he now that he he's a young guy. I don't know how old he is. He, I think he's like thirty. He's got to be. Is he late thirties? Yeah, he's he okay, might so be. I take that back. Then. Let me see. He might be late thirties when he did this. Maybe early forties. He's a young. Yeah, and and he thing is is he's a, he attached himself to the whole Trump train, so he immediately had, and I think he's from that um the Panhandle, so that sort of west it side is of the Florida. Panhandle, yep. Yeah, and so oh, he's forty, he's forty. Okay, so he he had this he had all this promise and stuff that he was gonna end up running for really high, um, offices and stuff. But I think it, what is he now a senator? No, if I'm not mistaken, or a congressman. Or he's something a like that? representative. He's represent. That's right. So he was for the, that district in so Florida. In a vote a few years back, he was the only one who voted against a bill to 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 give um for more um. I'm gonna get this wrong, but it was essentially to make sex trafficking uh like the laws and sort of the investigations behind sex trafficking uh uh more open or more aggressive and he was the only one to vote against that and then of course he gets charged with this whole thing with this girl right. so there's a lot of like knocks against him he's also been linked to like these um sort of sympathizers who think the holocaust was fake um to a lot of these so there's a lot of controversy behind this guy and then of course he's attached to trump so there's all this other stuff happens and then and, and he's in florida and he's in florida which florida's gonna florida and then he's got all this um obviously that so he's just not uh, he's just got a lot of knocks but he keeps himself in the news man and and you know that's just enough to your point before is like he's gonna end up getting elected to some shit at a very minimum because right. people know the name right you know what i mean like they're gonna vote in booth and be like i never heard of whoever bob whatever it is but like i don't know who matt gates is i don't know if it was good or bad and they're just gonna vote right or you go i know him and yeah he says great kind of like trump i mm-hmm. think i don't think everybody just loved trump right but you go like ah uh, he says crazy shit but you know, he believes in X, Y, and Z, and so do I. And I think the people thought the institution didn't control Trump. And so I think that was good enough for a lot right. of people. Yeah. Dude, I, honestly, is the era of politics over where you had to be this clean cut, sort of perfect uh, choir boy? It looks that way. And yeah, I, I think so too, man. I think I think we're going to start to sort of... It's funny, man, because we're in this weird sort of like cancel culture phase or whatever they call it. But at the same time in politics, I think we're also rewarding authenticity in a way. And I think we do tend to reward um, authenticity in a way now that um, and it's bizarre because it's like it's authenticity as long as we sort of like you, um, because you can also get canceled for that same authenticity. But. I think the whole era of these clean cut politicians who were like these choir boys or perceived choir boys, and you find out later on right. they got all this crazy shit. Like, I think it's over, man. I think we, at this point, we go like, no, we want you to be flawed. We want you to, and we want you to be openly flawed. Like, just don't lie to us about it. Like, we want you to go up there and be like, yeah, I'm the dude that's been divorced three times. I've got like, like whatever. Like, because I think more people can relate to that right. than they can relate to the guy who grew up and went to Princeton and has this perfect clean cut life. Like, I think most of us can relate to the, you know, a uh, 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 wild ass Matt Gates who says crazy shit like with his friends when they're watching a fight having a drink you know like whatever it is i think i think we're getting into the stage now in politics where we're going to sort of reward that because we feel like at least we know what we're getting into 
it with these guys, man. Yeah, I mean, I got, I, I could see that. Um, personally, man, I, I'm still, I still kind of subscribe to the person that, that at least on record has been clean for sure but i think in the past it was like career suicide right whereas i think but we're in social media now with social yeah. media bro like there's no no one's clean no one's clean and i think like i i know people who would be like yeah i wanted to be in politics but i have too many skeletons in my closet you know what i mean like i, I i've known oh, people right. like that sort of growing up and i think that's gone right unless it's something super right. crazy but um I think we're 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 sort of past this stage where it's like, no man, you better have been absolutely perfect across the board because I think we're in this age of, no matter what, your party's gonna vote for you, whatever party that is. Like, there, as long as you pander to your base, it doesn't matter what you did, you have at least that vote. And then how do you sway a couple of people from the other side, right. or you just get more people to show up from your side? Like what, whatever that is. Like, it, it, I think that we're we're sort of past the whole like. Uh, this guy had a you know a traffic ticket or this guy you know like I I think we're getting past that where now we're sort of willing to accept our public servants as flawed people because we are so right uh, I think oh, makes sense. I think they'll represent us more in terms of like that uh, where before like like you know like Bush Bush I think was relatable like the second George Bush because we're like you know like he had a DUI and you know we it was always known like oh his dad got him into whatever school and yada yada like even though he right. came from this sort of political <laughs> dynasty I think the appeal to Bush was like a lot of people could relate to like yeah but he was the black sheep of that political dynasty you know what I mean like they could relate to that where like um you know you you get some of these other people who've come up uh, you know maybe a Kennedy where you're like yeah that doesn't that doesn't relate to me at all right um and and that's not to pick somebody from the opposite party just happened to work out that way but like uh, uh I just think those days are over where we like want the clean cut perfect person yeah so yeah but I also think that you know a lot, a lot of these guys that are even even our governor um he's supposedly backed by like you know like like an obscene amount of billionaires Oh, Gates? No, 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 no. Oh, you mean uh, uh, our governor? Oh, DeSantis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and so I, I think about that too, and I go like, man, it's 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 all money. It is. I mean, it's all it's always whoever fundraises the highest ends up winning yeah. a lot of these things. It's yeah. all it's all money, man. It, it it really is. It's a popularity contest. At the end of the day, man, it's it's a popularity contest for control of our government. Like it it, it just is, man. It's just it's one of those things where it's just so matter of fact. Like there's no getting around it at this point. Like it just is. Um, bro, I, I wanted to run this story because I can't even get through this story without you here. So, um, <laughs> I feel like you know where I'm, I'm going. Afraid. So, the Weather Channel this week <laughs> had a little bit of a faux pas, <laughs> and um, as the resident uh, black man on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the only one that can read here. You can, uh, you're the only one that can tell this story and not get in trouble for it. I don't have the sign up. You got to sign up? <laughs> Let me see it. <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> I do have the sign. And then Juan got the fucking double flip phone that looks like a fucking TV. So... <laughs> let me get my mini 13 yo this is bigger than the tv i had in my bedroom growing up <laughs> ain't that a bitch <laughs> bro the weather channel this week had a billboard up in des moines iowa and uh but was whoever, it their billboard it, it was, i think it was like a local on the eights shit yeah it is on the eights right um but i think it's owned by them oh but they do the they do that on the eights don't they? yeah yeah you know we have something here that they do like the weather on the ones, I think it is. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's right. Weather but Channel is on them. the eights. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, yes. they posted this thing on a billboard, and um, it, it says something uh, that, again, I... Uh, God damn it, give it to me. Say, I'll read it. But Sean can, and it says... It says, look on eights. Hello, Des Moines. This is your weather, my niggas. <laughs> 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 on a billboard in the middle of the highway. Now, let's discuss. So, <laughs> did they say how that got there? Bro, that's some disgruntled ass employee with access to a computer. And not for nothing, it's not niggas like, like N-I-G-G-A-S. No, it's, no, they use the hard R. They use the hard R. It's E-R-S. <laughs> it's E-R-S. Of course it is. It's fucking Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, somebody done broke into the studio. Like, you know that somebody in the cubicle found the computer unlocked? <laughs> Just typed up. We'll like, show them. Let me show <laughs> 
bro, on on this week's episode, how do you fuck up your job? Can you imagine who's that, whoever's job it was to keep that shit secure? Unless they were hacked, but that I doubt shit, it, man. man like I said, that sounds like a disgruntled employee. Oh, dude. So what be, did right? they do? So like, does the Weather Channel like buy like a billboard for a day? Yeah, or, I guess. Like, well. I think, or that may just be theirs. They probably pay like a rental, like a monthly rental or whatever to use that and do ads. But yeah, this one didn't work out so well. <laughs> or maybe it did. I don't know. <laughs> and so they had to apologize and shit, yeah, right? Dude. Like, I mean, that'll, it'll, it'll, it'll already, it'll blow over fairly quickly. Did it make but you want to tune into uh, weather on the eighth week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Des Moines. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Bro, there's like two black people in Des Moines. <laughs> I'd be curious to see what the black population is in Des Moines, bro. Oh, man. Look it up. Oh, I will. Wild. Yeah, you should look it up. Because along with that, is um, in an article speaking about black folk, uh, did you see what Oxford Dictionary is going to do? No. Yeah, so Oxford Dictionary is uh, going to release in 2025 the Oxford Dictionary of African American English. And... I can only tell you that this is an awful idea. This, that's horrible. It's a horrible idea. It's one of these things that when it happens and it comes out and there's all this backlash and whatever gets canceled, they're going to be like, damn, all these executives signed off on that and we're seeing it three years ahead of time before they actually do it. This shit just sounds like a bad idea. So I wonder if it gets canceled just based on backlash. But supposedly, so when it comes to black culture... So who so who does that? Like Who is the who runs the Oxford Dictionary? Whatever I guess. executive team. Uh, because is it is it U.S. based? I'm assuming. Yeah, right. It wouldn't be like an English based. So the they, dictionary they would, they, they would be appalled. Yeah, they would be appalled. Dude, it, the the way they word it is like they will attempt to codify the contributions and capture the rich relationships Black Americans have with the English language. Can you imagine? <laughs> Finna. Finna. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, I can picture the using breaking it, apart using of the using attendance. <laughs> I'm finna fuck up the people who wrote this Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> 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 it's so crazy. I'm going, no one else thinks this is a horrible idea. Just me? Okay. Oh, it's so good, man. Oh, so, so good. Dude, um, 11% of Des Moines, our, Iowa is black. Really? That's higher than I thought. Is it? Yeah. What's, what's, nat- what's national? Let me see. What's the national average? It's got to be 20, 30%. 13. Really? Yeah. So it's on. It's all par. Damn. Pretty on par. Yeah. So what's still, what's the most, I mean, it's obviously white. And then what's after white? Oh, no, I, th- I think it's Latinos, bro. Yeah. Well, we multiply like roaches, bro, so that makes sense. <laughs> we breed for fun. <laughs> Cut the lights off in here right now. Turn them back on. It's going to be six more of us. <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, let me see. Yeah, I think you got to be right. This, in 2020, it was uh, almost 19%. Wow. So I don't know what it is right now, but. In 2020, Damn. it was 18.7% Latino. All right, so I only hear white people crying talk about they're the minority. Still more of them than... Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, this, I guess collectively everybody else makes up more than them, but what's what's the population of white in the United States? It's got to be like 47% or something crazy like that. Watch it be like 16. I'm going to be pissed. Hmm, let's see, let's see. 61 Holy shit. 60 now but but in but in 2010 it was 72. Okay, so it's on the decline. So yeah, it's on the decline. But also white I think it depends on the categorization, right? Because there's weird things where you could like I could be white but then my race is or what what is it? No, there's your like, race could be white. My race could be white, but, but my ethnicity, ethnicity could is be Hispanic. Hispanic. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. I guess it depends where you put that in. Oh, yeah, man, and I'm you know I'm light skinned bro, and so I've I know I've checked off white for race because they was like it was like white black other, yes, and I was like to, I'm yeah. fucking light, so you know at, at least the way I saw myself right, and I will tell you this too, bro, <laughs> we've dude I I've so my credit has been good in pretty much my whole life. Okay, I have filled out for loans, and and they ask you that shit, and one time when I put black. 
I got fucking denied. Yeah, yeah dude. Bro. And my credit has been good forever. Yeah, you bet. It. That's listen. There's certain things, bro, where you gotta use your you race use to it. your advantage. Yeah. And then the yeah. fact that you're mixed, so you're a white for everything. That's right. Financially. Financially. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're black so you tell your kids you're black when you're applying for scholarships that's right <laughs> <laughs> any kind of financial aid <laughs> you trying to get a loan you're white damn dude ain't that a bitch dude that's now crazy. i'm not saying that that was the reason i'm just saying credit has been good forever and the one time that i put black I was denied. There's got to be a thing. And then I literally applied again like a month later and got it and put white. And put white? Yep. Wow. With the same score? Yeah. I did nothing you to did my- You did nothing. I did nothing to increase my credit I believe score, that. Bro. I, I feel like whether they want to admit it or not, there's a caption in there for like race mm. and then what, how likely you are to default. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, if he's black, he got to have an 850. I'm finna let this lapse. <laughs> I ain't paying shit. And it was, and, and I put out, out for the loan online with the same bank that I've been with for a very long time. It's like those stories you hear people who put their houses up for sale and then they get an inspection and then the, and then they'll like uh I, I don't know if you heard that story there was a family that did that not so long ago and sort of all their family photos were up and they were a black family and they left okay. them up and they got way undervalued and then so they waited whatever the time frame was and they got the house reinspect or re um appraised. what do you call that appraised and then the, they took out all their family photos and so anything that sort of gave away the fact that they were black yeah. and the appraisal came back way higher wow uh, so it's definitely a thing man I think people have these natural biases yep and uh, obviously so do statistics because <laughs> even the credit system's like nah <laughs> yep oh man that's crazy bro Dude, staying with the U.S., man, um, I read this article this week about um, foods that were banned in other countries. Okay. But that are but that are still sort of legal here. Ooh, this will be good. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to give you some of the list of things that are going to be very familiar. Um, the list is actually longer than this. Lucky Charms. Banned? Banned. In other countries, I don't want to go through each, each one is different. Yeah. Different countries, different reasons, yeah, and different, different. Okay, well, no, the reasons are are pretty. Um, the reasons are different depending on what the food is. Okay, um, like I think Lucky Charms has contained some kind of dye that these other countries don't don't like. Got it. All right, Frosted Flakes. I'm gonna tell you this shit that I'm gonna name off. We all go look in your cabinets. We all yeah, got this. I love shit. me some Frosted Flakes. Ritz crackers. What? Fucking. So apparently Ritz crackers, if I remember correctly, it's like they put something in there to keep it fresh. And whatever that chemical is. Whatever the preservative is. Yeah. It's like a carcinogen or something. That's the most of it, man. Yeah. Gatorade. So now a lot of these foods, because they have these dyes. Yeah. Like, no. Um, Pop-Tarts. Skittles. Oh, I saw Skittles. I saw somebody suing Skittles. Oh, right no, I didn't see that. Because they're like the one of the dyes, actually, that you say That's that it. one of the dyes is causing whatever. Yeah. And somebody's suing because they're like, oh, who knew Skittles were harmful? And I'm like, everybody. <laughs> Shit's still delicious. <laughs> what if what if fucking Chris Rock say when when um they was asking him, yo, you taking the, the Oh the COVID vaccine? The COVID vaccine, he's like, Bitch, you eat fruit loops. You yeah, well no. You don't even know what's in that. It's facts. <laughs> Not wrong. Um wheat thins. Which I thought was healthy, oh, man. but it's the same thing like the Ritz crackers. They have this thing in there to keep them fresh. Um, coffee Mate, which I use in my coffee. Oh, you do use coffee? Yeah, I use okay, it. Okay. Um, that's that. That's uh, powdered milk, basically, right? Well, it's not powdered. It's, I, I, I mean, I get a liquid. It is the creamer. Okay, okay. But it's, you know, I'm sure it's not. I, I, I don't know. I never read the ingredients. Maybe I should. Um, Swiss rolls. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, that's just like good as hell. They're good as hell, but they taste like they should be bad for you. <laughs> um, Mountain Dew. Pfft, yeah, I definitely see that. I love Mountain Dew, though. And then the last on my list, but not the last thing, um, milk. Because, and I didn't, and I was like, oh, wow. So there's two, there's two, like, hormones that I guess our uh, farmers 
and I don't know if it's all, or I'm, I'm sure it's not all, but I guess most of them inject into the cows so that they produce more milk. And so they said every brand of milk that you see out there that you can get off the shelves, unless that shit says does not contain blop and blop and I, go, go look it up, people. I don't remember what the hell it was. Um, that it does that 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 it does come from cows that are getting this okay. hormone. Wow, dude, I, I it's funny you said it because I it's one of those things I have noticed when traveling abroad is that like, so one the the candy sucks, and <laughs> a lot of it is because they're banned because they have this shit. So there's actually stores in a lot of countries that'll say American candy and they'll sell the candy from here, which is oh, interesting wow. because it's banned there, like under the their normal sort of circumstances or whatever, and then. There are, uh, I remember, you know, something like wine. When you drink wine in Europe, a lot of the people, like, one of the things you'll hear, like, very frequently is, like, you don't get hangovers. You don't get, and it's because of the preservatives they stick in. So, when I think it's sulfur or whatever that they put in the wine here to sort of preserve it. Um, you get sick, and you, it's a lot of stuff that causes the hangovers and the headaches. And, yada, and you, like, overseas or certain countries, or you can drink wine all day, and you wake up the next day, like, if you just drink water, like, really? it doesn't do anything. And it's because they don't put the preservatives in it. Like yeah, I've, got, I've gotten headaches from certain wines. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of that has to do with the preservatives they do, because at the end of the day, it's a grape and whatever, you know, like, it's going to go bad. And so we have a, 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 you know, thing here. Obviously, we try to prolong the shelf life of everything. So there's a lot of uh, things that we do to preserve food. Um, so what do they, what they do over illegal. there for the one? They don't do anything. It's just like the shelf life shorter. Oh. Like there's just like a lot of stuff there where like a, a lot of things, especially in Europe, dude. I'll say this: in some of the countries in the Caribbean I've been to, they're very much a uh, a lot of things in their natural state. So it's funny, man. If you go to a gas station or you go wherever, there's candy and stuff. But a lot of it sucks for us, right? Because our palate is used to like this super sugary and very right. colorful, bright, whatever, whatever. Like you don't get that same thing overseas, like in a lot of places. Like I have noticed that where you're like, oh, the stuff here kind of sucks. I always laugh when people bring candy. Like you ever work with people and they'll be like, oh, I just came back from, from Colombia. Yeah. And they'll bring you like these crackers or whatever. And you're like, those are trash. <laughs> Like, and they're just like, but he can only hand get them over here. the Ritz. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, but they're trash. Like, I hate, like, you know, like, oh, I got boom, bong, like, Laddie Pops. Like, nah, bro, pass me a blow pop. That shit got gum inside. Like, I don't give a fuck about your <laughs> bong, bong, or whatever it is. <laughs> like, no. And so a lot of it is like the mystique because you can only buy it in these places. Right. But I'm like, it tastes like garbage. Like, a lot of these, like, candies from overseas, you're like, nah, give me the preservatives and give me all the food coloring, bro. <laughs> yeah, I found it. I said, the, the, the list went on, man. I I think um, like high fructose corn syrup was on there. I remember um, chicken. I guess I guess here we like um, we bleach like we sort of bleach wash some of our chicken. Yeah, um, and it's it's so it's sort of it's because it allows the farmers, I guess, to kind of be dirtier and like not and not not, not keep like clean conditions, and so they they sort of bleach wash these chickens. But but that shit's banned in other countries. Well, they just won't get it from us. That's crazy, man. You think about, we're like, nah. <laughs> Be like, have you been in them chicken houses? We're bleaching off. We're bleaching off, dude. It's all. We're also. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure this is accurate. We're also the only country in the world that doesn't um, categorize uh, healthcare as a basic human right. So. No, there you go. I, I mean, I guess you know, goes without saying. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 capitalists to the core, man. <laughs> like we're, we're capitalists to the core. There's a lot of even good, if it kills you, and there's a lot of bad that comes with that. Yeah, yeah. So, holy shit, man. Oof. Let me see. I'm trying to think of what we can get. We're already over an hour, man. We're an hour really? and four. Yeah, dude. This went by uh, quick, and okay. I feel like everything I have is gonna be long. Um. You gotta hit me with the woman and the bears. Oh yeah, okay. I'm let's let's, let's end with we that. can end with this, man. But you know we love bears here, man. So so go back to one of our early episodes. Of bear with me. Yep. And uh, and check out Sean's think, bear what, story. Wasn't that like that was like episode three? Yeah, it might have been. Right? It was really it was four, top five yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was very early on. Um, so we love us a good bear story in this. Unfortunately, uh, no one's gonna be able to tell us this story other than whoever wrote this article because um, yo, so this woman goes camping and she's scared off a bear. Like, so she's camping. She scared him off. The bear runs off from her campsite or whatever. So she goes to sleep in her tent. Yeah. <clears throat> bear comes back, breaks into With her tent. Boys. 
and fucks her up and kills her basically yeah 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 bro he came back like i heard you was talking shit earlier you're not so tough now when you're unconscious Dude, and she, went she, off. she's saying he killed her? no she's killed dead her? yeah she's dead that um I don't so know how did name. you how do they know do you did you read like how do they know that, that she I scared guess, him off i guess the people who she was with or whatever said that like yo she had scared this bear off earlier all went to bed fucking bear came back and, wow. uh, yeah, bro. It's very, he, yo, you know, that's one of those things you walk away and he's probably thinking, like, I let this bitch scare me up. I'm big. <laughs> he got this. pissed. Yeah, he got he pissed. Came back. He's like, nah, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to punk me. <laughs> You're going to punk me. <laughs> I'm finna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> yeah, if you're not already, yeah, go follow us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on IG, on YouTube, on Instagram, TikTok, all of it, man, and all your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, make sure you click. Uh, I think the like is over here. The subscribe is over there. Uh, hit that up. Uh, drop a comment uh, down there. Let us know what you guys think, man. Let us know what you guys think about the drinks. And uh, yeah, keep the commentary coming, man. We, we love hearing the feedback. And as always, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for the comments and, and uh, the, the love you guys have been giving us. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.